When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Hot, 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 Just to let you know, Brady. Because you're alive is not a real good reason to do A guy emailed me and says, when I was a kid, my dad's best friend's son stayed with us for five days. Uh, ten years later, we found out that he masturbated in my sister's room and asked her to never tell her he'd kill her. <laughs> <laughs> she had to wait ten years before the trauma wore off enough to go, he tried to rape me. It's not always worth it. You're an insane person. Crazy. But I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad it worked out. I've already, me too. Ronnie's suing me. I text your wife and I said, what the f*** were you thinking? Because you're the normal one in the house that's been... And that's that makes sense because I got the text. Why is John yelling at she me? She just goes, what? <laughs> you know what, Ronnie? Stranger in the house. Brady's going to have you killed. <laughs> yeah. I would automatically... Th- wouldn't, wouldn't you think that if... Ronnie had to leave early at four in the morning. I left the door open for a stranger. He's coming in. What? Don't worry. You'd assume she's trying to have you knocked off. You're a crazy person, Brady. But what are you going to do? It looks like, uh, I don't want to make everybody crazy. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. There we go. 98 KUPD. Management. Hubbard Radio. Everybody's involved in this. I've talked to all of them. They all do. We are, we are saying that Katie Hobbs is the next governor of Arizona. The whole station is calling in, it. I'm, we're calling the race. Um, I'm governor of the state, and I'm very confident I'll get a lot done. You can tell by the strict and stern tone in which I use my voice for that we are in good hands moving forward. Don't you think? She's going to be the... President of Arizona. Fievel's going to run the state. (laughs) (laughs) Fievel was a little bit more confident. I trusted Fievel with more responsibility. Fievel at least would break out into song now and again. True. Somewhere out there. All right, Katie, calm down. (laughs) Um, And now 
as uh, governor, uh, my first act will be to find a competent governor for the state. <laughs> Live from the yeah. governor's basement. I haven't watched her speak the last couple times. I'm like, this lady has no presence. There's no, like, authority. She's got to earn. She got to learn how to speak with an authoritative tone. Not the Carrie Lake Command style. the room. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Not like Carrie Lake who's going to knock your drink over with her dick if she walks by <laughs> your table. That's a little too far, but something in between there, man. Listening to her, no wonder she didn't want to debate with her. She's a mouse. But I'm calling it. I'm calling the race. It's over. And there is an argument out there. I just started in with Chris Collins. I watched a lot of Chris Collins. There's an argument, Black Al. Uh, why can't we count them faster? I get it. They have a rule that says everything's got to be hand counted. They used to hand count years ago and get it done faster. They used to hand count elections back in the 30s. And the only time they screwed that up in a day was Dewey defeats Truman. They can get this done. There weren't computers back in the 30s and they had election results in a day or so. The thing that's taking so long here is going to make lunatics think that it's all rigged. And I can't blame them for thinking that. Yeah. It feels rigged. When Florida a state four times bigger than ours, can get it done in three or four hours. Why can't we? We have a rule passed by the Republicans that says all of them are... I know, I know. But don't you think a week of not knowing? But isn't it so close that they're going to have to recount it anyway? Yeah. So here we go again. And Yeah, and it's like... Yeah, because you know Carrie Lake isn't going to say, all right, it's no. done. Because you need a concession for that. They'll still have to redo it because of a... Well, especially with all the machine problems and all that stuff. Right. That's going to be... Oh, it just... It lends itself to uh, conspiratorial scrutiny. Deucey's going to be in there for another two years. <laughs> right. Which I is mean, fine. Let him stay. Whatever. Just the abortion people are going to be angry at that. And the ice cream people are going to be mad. Bring back the cold stuff. But yeah, I just... I. I'm getting texts. I think you said it too. People from other states. What the hell's going on over yeah, there? Yeah, you got a banana republic? Yeah, yeah. So what are you guys just doing in your own? I'm like, oh, it's just this, the rules they passed to make it seem less corrupt have made it seem worse. We're going to count them all by hand. We're going to do a real. So, and here's the other thing if I'm in charge of this deal, I'm running double shifts. My dad used to run double shifts for construction. If construction can do it, these idiots can do it for a week or two. My dad flew an entire, like, the, the he was a, a guy who worked for uh, Hunt Corporation. and something else now. It's Akon, I think it's called. But they build massive stadiums. They built the Cardinal Stadium. They built, uh, uh, they were the project managers on the Chase uh, ballpark there. Yeah. They built every major stadium you can think of. Seattle, they were building the, uh, the Seahawks Stadium, and it started to have problems. They started to run way behind. My dad was the wolf, basically. They would call him and go, all right. You got to go up there and assess this and fix stuff. And they realized that they weren't going to be open when they said, and that affected baseball. So he's like, we're running double shifts. We're going to run uh, overnight and we're going to run a day shift because you guys have screwed this up so bad. And anybody that doesn't want to be part of this doesn't have to be. I'll get new guys. Why can't, no, I don't understand the whole, ah, five o'clock, nothing important to finish here. Going to stop counting now. Get back to this tomorrow. You run double shifts. If QT can run double exactly. shifts. Exactly. I mean, if a if a, a freaking you know quick health place or one of those uh, super stoppers in the the urgent care urgent care if they can go until midnight with a couple of doctors you can get two batches of of deadbeats who uh, retirees 
to sit and count this stuff all night long. I don't understand that. All right, everybody, that's the whistle. Din- chow time. <laughs> and off you go. See you tomorrow at 9. No, and I know. And you the- knew it was going to happen way before. You knew right. this was going to happen. This isn't so a shock. So you could have prepared for this. Yeah. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe somebody can explain to me, no, no, it can't be done this way. And then I'm hearing like another 90,000 were dropped off. What's taking that so long? We get Pony Express dropping off the batches? I don't get it. Yeah, I've heard all sorts of numbers. By now, everything should be in the same room, and that room should be a 24-hour churning counting machine. It should be just loads of Jews and accountants just in there, just one, two, three. People good with numbers. Chinese. Everybody. Not the Chinese. I guess that would uh, the right would go crazy if we had a room full <laughs> of Chinese people counting. But either, either way, I don't, I don't get that there's a 9-to-5 operation going on here. And everybody's like, we're doing it properly. No, you're not. Hurry up. Hurry the F up. That's it. The clock is ticking, and people think we're we're cheating. They think we're gaming it because it looks like it. I mean, from an outside, I was talking to my uncle in Indiana, and he's like, what the hell? And he's super right-wing. He's like, this is garbage. You know this is all rigged. And I'm like, that's what it seems like. But the rules were put in place by the people who are claiming it's rigged. They're the ones who passed this particular style. I just don't understand why everybody clocks out and then that room goes dark, which, again— Shut his, her down. Have a good response, day. His response was, see you tomorrow. So they sit in a room uh, all by themselves. I'm like, well, I'm sure there's guards and stuff. But, yeah, they sit there and wait for tomorrow, which means corruption. Good I mean, it, it, I you're, mean yeah. yeah. But, again, yeah, yeah, it, it raises way. a question. Yeah. You're like, you know what? You've got a valid question. And the fact you have to answer it means we had a bad plan. The fact that somebody goes, well, if they're just sitting there all night, doesn't that mean somebody could fudge them? Yes, it does. But they're not. And then you have to explain that. It was like, well, we should have planned better. I don't know. I don't get it. If Florida, New York, California can all figure stuff out, we, we so should be able guessing to. the number left out there, we know the deficit is no, uh, 26,000 vote difference. I think they said there's 95,000 votes right. still out she there. She has to get like 70% there. of what's left, uh, Carrie Lake does, to win. I, she's not going to win. The strong and powerful Hobbs will win. I am the great and powerful Hobbs. Hi. Okay. Maybe not so great and powerful. <laughs> Well, it's going to make for some great radio, at least. Oh, yeah. Well, we, get, we get some good Hobbs yeah. in. Don't worry. I've got it. I, I know Arizona will rest assured when they hear me say, I'm in charge. <laughs> great. Well, that made me. I'll sleep well at night. I'll sleep like nobody's breaking into the house at 4 a.m. because Brady gave him the code. She has the code in my front door. <laughs> of course she does. She's harmless. She actually doesn't need the coach. and get in that little... Uh, uh, horseshoe-shaped thing that's in your uh, your woodwork because that's where she lives in that little mouse hole. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And occasionally a big wang's going to come out of there, and that's that's uh, Carrie Lake and her giant penis. Anyway, yeah, and look, explain it to me some other way. Tell me... uh, because the only argument I've got is the system's screwy, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's got a complaint about that. But if I'm – if this dumbass sitting here speaking into a stick for a living, making fart jokes, talking about Brady being crazy, if this room says this doesn't make sense and we can come up with a better idea in five minutes, 
then and it might not be a good idea, just a better idea. We should be able to get this done. And by now, we should know everything. Three days. And what's weirder, and I know the hand count's got to go left, is that uh, you know they knocked out sixty-seven percent of the count in a day, and then the hand count started. And that's where you're right when you say you didn't know you didn't not know this. This is not something that surprised you. So you should have had a team of people available to go. We can get through two hundred thousand counts. That would have been the goal. It's like how do we count two hundred thousand ballots in twenty four hours for four days in a row? Because essentially what they needed to do. And the states that are getting it done, you know, in a quicker time. Is there something that we couldn't yeah. implement the same? Can't you look over at Florida and go? Or what are you it guys? It just doing? doesn't work that yeah. way. What are you guys doing? That seems that a state of you know seventeen or eighteen million people can figure this out. A state of six can't. Anyway, I'm just tired of everybody go. You know, you hear and and it's almost like the news is kind of jerking off to the idea that we're on Saturday Night Live as a joke. And all eyes are on Arizona. Yeah, because of our incompetence. Do you see that this makes us look like the rubes everybody thinks we are? Everybody looks at Arizona as kind of the Kentucky of the West. I mean, they don't even pay attention to New Mexico. Again, New Mexico screwed themselves with the name. We're New Mexico. Yeah, Old Mexico wasn't something I was really excited about. I don't think brushing it up and dusting it's going to do anything good. And by the way, if you're New Mexico, how bad is Old Mexico? Because New Mexico looks like crap. Anyway, we're the Kentucky of the West. Well, those folks out in Arizona, literally, like, and they're not wrong when you get into the, you know, Gila Bend and deeper portions of the Sholo Woods. Tucson. Hey, Tucson. But, yeah, the um, Tucson would be considered, like, elite to the rest <laughs> of the nation because it's just so incredibly liberal. But this makes us look stupid. And, and I watch Channel 12, I'm like, wow, all eyes on Arizona, huh? Saturday Night Live did a big sketch about us. It was great. And I'm like, it wasn't great. It made us look like idiots because we look like ah, idiots. It just seems like we didn't have a plan in place. But anyway, the great and powerful Hobbs is in charge now. And uh, I, for one, will sleep easy. There's a meteor head directly towards Phoenix. Don't worry. I'm in charge. (laughs) Sounds tough. Nice job, Katie. Way to really knock those pins down. I'll put my fist right through that meteor. Okay. We need We're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> I'm going to move to New Mexico. It seems better somehow. Albuquerque is looking good. Anyway, so I was looking at that, and I'm just like, the excitement for us being a... They showed clips of Fox News shows talking about Arizona being somewhat mentally challenged. Fox News was calling Arizona kind of challenged. <laughs> Did you hear me? You know what I said there? It's crazy. And then they're showing clips like, look at that. Huh? We were on that Fox and Friends Friday morning as the inept idiots of the, the country. Pretty proud of that. We sure did make a wave this weekend as all the political talk shows had us on. We were a joke on Colbert, Kimmel. It was great. We're proud of it. How about being a finely tuned machine? That would be something I'm proud of. Arizona gets it done. That's the thing. The old West, we knock it cold, man. You don't like the results? You shoot your opponent. Stop being hypocrites. We're Arizona. That's what we used to do. Old-fashioned jewels, tombstone. That's what we're known for. If it's a runoff, 
Katie and Carrie go back to back, 10 paces, turn, spin, fire. That's how it works. And I know who's going to win that. <laughs> that shaky, crying, blonde lady is no chance. Oh, I don't like the duel. Katie, of course you don't. Carrie's just going to pull out just enough to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah gonna... Carrie's the Milton Burl yeah. of a dick contest. <laughs> All right, ladies, it's time to see who's got the bigger penis. I concede. We haven't even started. Trust me. <laughs> I was in the lady's room with her and she needed a urinal. Anyway. It's not that I care who wins, because I really don't. I just care that we, the state that, I, I love it here, and we look like idiots. It's such a great place to live, and the rest of the country thinks we're morons, and we're all hearing from people in other states. All of us. You said you're hearing it from your family. I'm sure uh, you've got, everybody's getting a call or a text going, what are you guys doing? My family in Chicago call me, yeah. what are you guys doing? Chicago. That's the most crooked place in the, in the country. Chicago yeah. voters are like, something's not right yeah. here. We elected the person in charge of it, that oversees it. <laughs> Chicago voters didn't smell out the dead votes. When Chicago had 8 million people in it, 14 million voted. They didn't bat an eye to it. They didn't notice. They counted them fast. Kennedy was only president because Chicago outvoted its population with dead people. Nobody said it. Now they're calling Brett going, hey, I don't know. Your super to fish stinks. <laughs> yeah, smells kind of fishy. Smells over a little there. fishy. I don't know what's going on. And what do you guys? What kind of operation you run? What kind of circus you run? If you're going to be corrupt, do it faster. The longer you hang around, the more questions pop up. Don't worry. I'll get to the bottom of this. Oh God. It should be election month now instead of election day. Oh, it is. I mean, yeah, because nobody can ever figure is. it out. Yeah, I got Legally Blonde over here running the state now, and she's going to be the one that solves this problem. Fantastic. I got it. If I was starting a softball team, a co-ed softball team, Katie would be that rover in the outfield that I'd tell the center fielder, you just catch everything that goes her way. She's not going to get it. You need Kelly Leak out there? I got it. I got Hey! Sorry. I was on a dead sprint. I'm sorry I cut you off there, Katie. I was going to catch one. Okay. Next time, you'll get the next one. Hey, Katie, you know what a lot of rovers do is stand and look uh, the other direction just in case the ball goes past us. Great idea. You do that. Don't watch the game. I got it out here. I'll, I'll, I'll man center field. Am I up? Yeah. You need a bat. Katie, Katie you need a bat. All right. I'm going to hit it. Don't you worry. I'm in charge. And she may very well be great at what she does, but boy, that voice of hers. Not a lot of confidence behind it. Anyway. I'm going to go vote again today and just keep the count going. Might as well. I'm just going to keep it up. Why wouldn't I? That would be funny. Another thing that's going on that's making uh, uh, like everybody in Arizona bananas. Yesterday, Colt McCoy played uh, and started the questions right there that uh, Kyler Murray might be the issue. I don't see that. I see that the, the Los Angeles Rams are in a world of trouble, and uh, especially without Matthew Stafford. I don't know what was going on there, watching a few plays that they're running. And, and now they're potentially out with uh... – Cooper. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Well, if I, if I was Cooper Cup, I'd have faked injury yesterday, too. I'm not getting hurt with that as my quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to pretend hurt, too. I'm not, I'm not letting that offense define my season. But, uh, yeah, that was a messy game yesterday. Hard to watch. But Colt McCoy got it done, and he looked on point. I mean, it was 3-3 three to three and half or something. It was not, not like they were 
they came out of the gate screaming, but eventually one of the two teams was just going to cave in, and it was the Rams. Uh, but now you're now the questions will be asked: Is Kyler Murray the issue, Cardinal fans? Is he the one? Is we got to get rid of him? I got to watch the uh, Hard Knocks because I yeah, heard him talk too. about the one argument that was on the bench D-hopping last week. Him. That yeah. was that was way earlier in the season. What are you yeah. looking at? Yeah, the D hop. Well, the quarterbacks and receivers have. If you talk to anybody who's ever played quarterback receivers are up their ass all They're the time always open. what do you see one why aren't yeah. you looking at me and then and so quarterbacks have to yell back but we as fans are always fascinated that we just think that they're always just in lockstep they're not i remember I, look i played basketball once in a charity game you did too with michael irvin let me tell you this he stole the ball from me twice we were on the same team the dude wants the ball <laughs> Over here, I had I had hit two threes in a row, feeling fairly good about my shot, playing in this thing. I'm I didn't even I just got in the pass, and Michael runs some. Give me the ball. What? Give me the ball. Like we're on the same team. Just rips it out of my hands and starts running. I'm forty. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Then he runs it because he was getting shown up by the young kids. Anquan Bolden was there. Josh McCown is the best athlete I've ever been on a out basketball there. court with. He was out there. And they're dunking, and Michael's like, I can't get shown up by these young guys. So God forbid anybody on his team touched the ball. Michael made Look at me, young buck. You got to give me the ball. Every time you get the ball, give it to me. Like, Michael, occasionally, I'm going to shoot that. No, you're not. I'll block it. And he would block his own teammate's <laughs> shots just so you didn't get any points. He needed all the points. And he nearly brought us back to win that game by himself. And I'm like, he maybe, had 60 that maybe night. Maybe he was right. <laughs> Maybe, I Maybe the DJ shouldn't be shooting and the Hall of Fame athletes should have the ball. Why my mind kind of didn't allow that. for? Well, you're not a basketball. Give me the goddamn ball, Whitey. <laughs> and I did. I just handed it to him once. Here, you're going to get it anyway. Crack it right over here. Yeah. Over here. Crack no problem, Crack Mike. It. I got don't my charity even, Don't you in. bend your elbow, goddamn it, pass me the ball. <laughs> here. And I, I, that one time I just plattered it out. And I think... Uh, well, Tom Zenner and then the other guy from Channel 12 at the time was guarding me. And they were thick guys. I could blow right by him if I needed to, but I wasn't going to because Michael Irvin was on my team and I knew I'd get beaten up. But that's the type of mentality receivers have. They are always going to make the greatest play you've ever seen. It's your fault they didn't give them the ball. So the D-hop, Tyler Murray argument. That, to me, is just good good soap opera drama standard, for the show. Standard it's on the side totally normal. So, and that's why when people say the quarterback isn't in control of the huddle, that means the receivers are sitting there going, get the ball to me. And if you don't, you're an idiot. And the quarterback, I'll work on it. Like yeah. He has to tell them, I'll get you, yeah, man. you guys need to shut the f- up and let me run this offense. And they need to take charge of it to where the rest of the team feels like the receivers aren't screaming the entire time because they will. The good ones will, especially the They're great ones. They're always open. D-Hop's a great receiver. In his mind, he can do anything. He just doesn't. He doesn't have access to the ball until someone gives it to him. So he's just screaming like, "If if you would give it to me, we'd score a hundred points." They're always open. They're always right. And that's just my uh, firsthand knowledge of having played a game with a Hall of Famer. Give me the ball. <laughs> and I actually said to him, "We're on the same team. I know that." It's gone. Young Buck, you have to understand something. I got a gold jacket. I don't think you have it yet. I know you're gonna. But that's a different sport. And this is for a guy's dying father. This is a charity event for someone's disease. You're going to die, you keep the ball. Dad, you're going to have your own charity in a second. You keep, give me that goddamn ball. 
And he did. He took it. And then he t- went into the shower and scared our little Jewish friend, Brad Markson, or whatever. Never, never went back. Gigantic penis. <laughs> Brad was about to shower until Michael Irvin walked by. And that thing just whoosh, 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 knocking plates down, knocking down mailboxes. <laughs> went into there. Car. Yeah. And Brad just I'm towelled up. Showering. Towelled up and left. And when we asked uh, Michael about that, so you evidently scared little Brad uh, out of the shower. <laughs> because my dick is so big. It's true. It is true. And it is. I think his dick had 10 points in that basketball game. <laughs> Give my dick the ball. What? Just put it in its little tiny dick hands. Well, holy cow, it's, got, it's developed hands. It looks like a giant monitor lizard. So he'd give Beth a run for her money or what? <laughs> Beth doesn't have a prayer, Whoa. which is the first time I've ever said that. I mean, she could pull out and be pretty proud of herself. Michael's going to win that. But yeah, receivers always win. But is Kyler Murray the issue? I, I will stand by the idea that he's not. I think the coaches don't know what to do with Kyler Murray, and they don't know how to make him uh, a pocket passer that he wants to be. He doesn't want to be the athlete, runs all over, wings it guy. He can be. You don't want that. You want a mobile quarterback, not a running quarterback. And Colt McCoy just went in and ran a base offense. He's got a little mobility, just enough. He knows it. And Well, of course he does. He's yeah. the coach of the team. That's right. Yeah. And Veronica breaks our streak. The I'm gr- still playing the odds, though. I am, too. I'm still playing the odds. The girlfriend was in town. Now, what we didn't account for, because it's kind of a new betting theory, is that Cliff was out of town. That's true. His so, offense wasn't running yet. Yeah, maybe when she's... It was Colt's offense. Oh, of course. Colt knows this offense back <laughs> yeah. in front. He writes most of the so plays. So his himself. guy wasn't in. Yeah, meanwhile, That's hey, true. Coach, I just put this play together. What do you think? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was buried into the butt cheeks of my girlfriend. I didn't... Whatever you feel like. Are there 11 X's? Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a play. <laughs> He's just chowing down on ass. <laughs> Probably in his office. I want to see that on hard. Life. Sorry, I gotta get it. I gotta get in there real quick. Make make eleven X's. If there's not eleven X's, it's not legal. I, I should have checked the FanDuel odds <laughs> right before the game when Coach McCoy was in there. Yeah, just just in case. Once they made it official yeah. that Kyler wasn't playing and Coach McCoy got it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can just picture Colt McCoy in the huddle. I I see. You know who's running this operation? It's me. Me. I tell you. <laughs> Everybody's got to play the game the way I want to play it. We don't have to listen to that bearded idiot anymore. And they went out. They executed against a really sloppy team. So I don't. I wouldn't want to knee jerk if I'm a Cardinal fan. I wouldn't want to knee jerk away and say Colt McCoy needs to be your but starter. You got to win. And look, there's a reason Colt McCoy in the division, is a, right? Or he's a backup on a bad team for a reason. Otherwise, people would be banging down the door to get Colt McCoy. He's he's not your starter. Everybody wants the backup. I. I, I this will be just for a few people. But remember back in the early 90s uh, when Kevin Johnson went through a slight struggle putting points up. He's still getting 11 assists a game for the Suns. And the city's cry was to start Nigel Knight. He's the future, Nigel Knight is. He's going to be the best point guard in basketball. Kevin Johnson's done. And then eh, Nigel didn't work out. And then Elliot Sox Perry is the answer. We're all the backup is always our favorite. He can't do anything wrong because he hasn't done anything wrong yet. But there's a reason he's a backup. All week long, the coaches look and say Colt McCoy is a backup quarterback. Forgot Elliot Perry. Remember Sox? Yeah. Best thing about Sox was when Carl Malone accidentally elbowed his head off, <laughs> and he laid there and had two a tungle by Aloha fingers for a second when he got ice. But Sox was a good backup. He could yeah. play. 
But, yeah, you, everybody loves the backup. The backup is not the answer. Colt McCoy is not better than Kyler Murray, period. Something's going on with coaching if your backup can play as well as your starter, and yet the offense still didn't look very good. It just made you feel more comfortable that it wasn't going to suck. Well, your backup coach is better. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, give him that job. Let him be OC. Kyler Murray would have beat the Rams yesterday, too. That Rams team's in trouble. There's something really wrong there. But the, you're going to hear about it all day and all night about, well, Cole McCoy might might start him. He's not your best option. Kyler's your best option. Coach needs to be let go. That's it. That hard knocks, which I have not yet watched yet. I got, I'm going to get episode dug it to where I can do two at a time. I think the next one's out next week, right? Yeah. It's Tuesdays or whatever. Or maybe Mondays. I don't know. But that'll it might be tonight. And I'll get doubled up on that. Because I do want to see how they're handling a lot of adversity. And now if there's a quarterback controversy, that makes that show great. Phenomenal. And my Steelers won yesterday. It's crazy. The Bears blew it. The Bills effed my parlay for a second Ooh. straight week. Actually, your Bears did too. I picked the Bears straight up. I, Goddamn I Bears. Got I didn't think the Lions. They're scoring now. I'm they just can't stop thing. anybody from scoring. Scrolls by, 24-10 Bears. I'm like, Lions aren't coming back from that. And of course they do. And then that Vikings-Bills game was just unbelievable. Game of the year. Yeah. It could be. It was pretty amazing. I mean, the stuff that was going on there. Some of them catches. I was like, whoa. Did you see the game? Then uh, I saw it only on a clip, but the Notre Dame-Navy catch? The, I didn't see the catch. Oh, the, the, the dude in the end zone, there was a ball, and the uh, defenders got his back turned, and the receiver's... Uh, between the ball and the defender, he reaches behind him and catches it off, like didn't even hit him in the back, just caught it like he wasn't there, and then lays it with one hand, and the defender's spinning like a top, like, where'd the ball go? Where'd the ball go? It was, it's a magic wow. trick. It's incredible. There was some, and that catch with the Vikings, Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Multiple that's catches. Awesome. Yeah. That's maybe the best catch I've seen. That Odell Beckham thing is still pretty unreal. Uh, George Pickens had one earlier this year that was ridiculous. That catch yesterday with Jefferson had for the Vikings might be the best catch I've ever seen in he my had life. Three or four of them, but that one definitely was one hit, hand. And then they go do him again. He always steals it from that. I mean, that was unreal. That was unreal. But we'll see. Who knows? The football season is kind of topsy turvy this year. I thought the Bills Bills are going through their lull right now. If I'm a if I'm the next opponent on the Bills schedule, I'm worried. Because they'll get this straightened out, and they're going to ice somebody. So they're just going through that lull every good team needs to go through to get ready for December. December football. Josh Allen just needs to. He's fine. That, uh, I think he will be, too. But every good you team. You know how right? that kind of creeps in the head when it comes down yeah. to the I don't think he's a mental the midget, The choices though. at the end. We'll see. He might. I, I don't see Josh as a mental midget. I, I think mean, that wasn't, the team's you know, just going through a thing. He's going through Every team has that. Every Super Bowl team even usually has that moment where they're like, oh, what's going yep. on? Work it out. That was a good win for the Vikings, who somehow now are like 8-1. and one. Nobody saw Nobody. And Kirk Cousins is a legitimate MVP candidate. Oof. But they're 8-1 and one in a division with the Bears, Lions, and Packers. Who beat the Cowboys, which was nice, too. That was a nice. That was, uh, that was, a, that was a game where I couldn't yeah, root for either for team. Yeah, that's tough for you. Yeah. But who did the Bungles play? They're on by. They're on a bye. Oh, they have a bye. Yeah. My parlay was messed just by the points from the Chiefs. I needed 50 and a half, and they're nah. 44. Points. I don't risk it. Anyway, it's a fun weekend, though. Sports was fun. I had dinner with the Italian. Brady was a, had a rapist uh, eyeball oh, in his house. Homeless. Yeah, hosting homeless. So then the guy could get his grifter. It is so coyote of you. 
So coyotes do. They come and they play with your dogs for a second. Like, hey, fun. This guy's fun. And then in the dead of night, they come back and slaughter the dogs. They just make them comfortable with it. He's comfortable with us. We got this. This this guy's on a hook. Yeah. I'll talk to Ronnie about this. We'll put it into this. Brady's And Brady tra- was trained by his mom to let drifters into the house. They had drifters in the house all the time. And I thought it was a whole family operation until I sat with his sister once. I hated it. I'm like, really? Hated it. There were weirdos standing there watching me get ready for school every day. <laughs> I actually had some guy with us that was Samat or what his name Samat. was. Samat. Would sit and smoke. <sighs> what time does school start, Amy? Eight o'clock, Samat, like every day. <sighs> <sighs> Looks like you're running a little behind. With your little behind. That's how we do it in Bangladesh. <laughs> could you smoke outside? I could. <sighs> but that would mean I wouldn't be smoking inside, which is where I am. Watching you. Doll up for your day. You want to go to prom with Samat? <laughs> and she told me because I hated it. She was the one who put a stop to it, evidently, according to her. He's the last one. Why? The guy in my room right now in his underwear, he's the last one. <laughs> yes, Samat put it on hold for a little bit. <laughs> Brady thought that was great. Strangers in the house? I'm going to write that down and I'm doing it too. Anyway, we had to set Brady up. Set him up? Yeah, I got an idea. All right. He won't remember this conversation. <laughs> but we should say, hey, Brady, I got a friend that's coming through town. I can't I can't, he's a, can't hit him over. Megan's gets too nervous about it. So he needs a place to stay. He's a great guy. Family's doctors. And now, stuff. John, you know how yeah. I feel about this. I know, this. I know. But it'd just be for a day or so. He'll, he's going to arrive at 4 in the morning. He and his new girlfriend. I haven't met her yet. She's going to be great. And I'm going to totally, you know. Natural born killers your ass and send in two of the hardest mother effers you've ever met. You got a lot of nice stuff, Mr. Boggin. Boggin, but okay. It is. It's a culmination of a lot of hard work. I'm going to sleep, and I sleep soundly, so just keep an eye on the place. You bet, Mr. Boggin. Valderie, Valderie. I do burn this morning. Because <laughs> I your gave car? him the Explorer to fix right, the sure. trip. Why, why wouldn't you? Walk across America. What is it, 1910? And you're right. Somebody did some math on that and said just average food would have to be two meals a day. And you're on average, three. if Tommy Lee Jones was right, three miles an hour, you're doing that. You're going to need 155 meals. Oh, yeah. At 10 bucks a pop each. It's 300. Zero, and that three, doesn't include three. the old 96 or No, no, no. And that's if you're just keeping it on a budget. That's like three grand. Water. Oh, just there's no way this $10,000 raised to take this gift. But if you want to, we can help the guy. If you want to waste your money and give it to this charity, uh, it's uh, Brady Bogans, uh, houseguest.org. Uh, Youth Hostel. It's also known, you can also check it out at feedtherapist.org and guy who's going to come back and rob everybody who is nice to him.org. Have you ever watched Saving Private Ryan? The one you save, is the, one, the one you save is the one that kills you. Ridiculous. Anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? <laughs> Wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Weather is amazing. I actually got out on the trail yesterday for a little while. Nope. Uh, so got to get that mountain bike out there. You got to get it worked on. Got to get it tuned up. You need the accessories. They got it all. Or if you just need to get ready for winter because uh, ski and snowboard season is right around the corner. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. Josh and the boys will take care of you. On the list. 
Metallica, uh, Parkway Drive, L.A. Rats, Disturbed, Pantera. But I think I think uh, the one the one that stands out kind of is uh, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter for Brady <laughs> from Iron Maiden. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I got an email from a guy named Mark. He says, uh, look, Colt McCoy did his job. It was 17 to 3 at the half. I tuned out at 3-3, and it was getting close to the middle of the second. I'm like, I'm done here. I, look, I watched the Steelers and Saints and found excitement there somehow. I can't watch another bad football game, so I kind of tuned out. I watched I was in and out of the Cardinal game. Uh, so he's 17-3 at the half. He played great like he did last year when they were in for three games. Uh, he's on his fifth team and is a backup for a reason, but he did play great. That's my opinion. Also, John, I work out of town, and I've been on the I-10 all morning on my way to Ehrenberg, and I haven't seen this bum walking or scamming people for cash. So Brady opened his casa to some weirdo who probably stoked a pair of Kerbiderb shoes. <laughs> That's true. Did he steal some of Kirby's shoes? He should probably they were close out. <laughs> to the same size. <laughs> Mark's right. Well, they if they left Paradise Valley yesterday, they'd make it to they made it to Avondale in a so day. Then, yeah, because that's be about to, twenty. Yeah. They're doing a, they try to do twenty five miles a day, and so they would. They wouldn't. They wouldn't go be near Ehrenberg yet. They're not. I don't think they're early risers by any means. So they're doing 25 miles. Probably takes them about eight hours, seven hours walking. Yep. And then uh, and that's that's a good clip. Ugh. And then they get up the next morning and go at it again. Yeah. So they go outside of Avondale. They'll be in like. So like this afternoon. Be Verado. Be on the I-10. Yeah. And then Verado to God knows what, to God knows what, to God then knows what. Then through that windmill forest. Uh, that will be the nice. The windmill. Palm Springs will be nice. Ugh. That sucks. It sucks. Palm Springs Thanksgiving. You're not raised. I had Palm Springs Thanksgiving once. It's not bad. It's kind of crowded. You'd be surprised. I was there a couple years ago. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Not the way they're doing it. Why do they just jump on a train? They're going to walk right by train tracks that run along the I-10. Just... Oh, I threw that out there for them, you know. Then it wouldn't be legit, bro. Shut up. No one knows what you're doing. Your self-importance is disturbing. So then you hoof it, you get a train to Palm Springs, you hop off, you spend a day or two in Palm Springs like nothing happened. And then you just and then in the middle of the night you go backwards and <gasps> hoof it into Palm Springs. Oh, where's the local news channels? We need attention. And then they're gonna go back and say, you know, figuring the timeline, it doesn't match up. <laughs> the, okay. the money raised and we're then not you just taking. Go back, and then you go back and go, All right, we lied. <laughs> I mean, this was the dumbest idea ever. Timeline doesn't match up. Yeah. Just just kick back in a suite in Palm Springs <laughs> right for you know, a couple Day of days. Or two. Yeah. yeah, You're the one in charge of the timeline. Exactly. No one's paying attention to you. Literally. No, nobody. It's ridiculous. But this song is perfect. Bring your daughter to the slaughter. Brady's more than willing to do it. Herba <laughs> <laughs> Derp, there's going to be a strange man you don't know in the house when you wake up. Okay. Don't be afraid. Of course not. A stranger in the house is a friend. That's what you teach me. Right. Stranger danger. No more. Stranger danger is that stranger didn't shake your hand and introduce himself. That's the only danger in a stranger. Excuse me. Hey, Dad, how about no? (laughs) No is a bad thing. I say no to no. (laughs) Bye, family. (laughs) Then he creeps in. Are you the daughter or the wife? Oh, you're so flattering. <laughs> Mind if I jerk off in your pants? <laughs> Not really. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I hope 
more than anything in the world, more than curing cancer, that while your family slept, that guy beat off in your pants. <laughs> and you don't know it yet. Just what is that? Is... Oh, it's probably the dogs or the hey, cats. Whoever had eggs last didn't wash the pans good. That must be hard water stains. A bunch of the whites <laughs> all over here. Yeah, Phoenix hard water. What are you going to do? Much lime in the water. Sisu. <laughs> anyway, it's Iron Maiden for Brady. I'm glad it didn't happen this time, but one of these days you're going to run you're you're going to run out of luck. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.